Hey guys, this is your host, Kathy Belletti, and welcome to another episode of Ed Up Career Schools, The Scoop. We're taking a deep dive into how career schools have been able to inspire, support, and place their students over the years into the careers that they deserve. As a bonus, get out that pen and paper. You're getting some free admissions tips on how to get immediate results. Motivate with KAT is an admissions consulting and training company. Starting off as an advisor, then taking on a role as a regional and working in operations, I have seen it all. And I understand how critical but fulfilling your advisor's role can be. If you are looking for authentic, raw training for your team, check out Next Level Admissions. This training is filled with explainer videos, templates, downloadable tools, and quizzes that will get your team immediate results. Log on to lessons.motivatewithkat.com to get started. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 2 of Ed Up Career Schools, The Scoop with your host, Kathy Belletti. So I did tell you guys that Season 2 is going to be all about my admissions peaks because admissions is one of the most challenging roles that you can ever take on. However, it is one of the most fulfilling career paths that you can choose. Um, today, I have with me a dynamic personality. She is an enrollment specialist with the Institute of Medical and Business Careers. When I think of energy, anything associated with energy would describe this young lady. So let's welcome Venetia Lewis. How are you, Venetia? I am well. Thank you for having me today. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> <laughs> you are awesome. All right, so Venetia, talk to us. How did you actually get into admissions? Because you've been in this industry for about 17 plus years, right? Absolutely. Okay, so we all know that you have to be crazy in some way, right? Because you have to have a little bit of crazy to be in admissions in the first place. So how did you actually get into admissions? Well, I got into admissions because I used to work in the medical field. I was a medical biller for a hospital. And... Um, I ended up transitioning into a medical clinic at one point, and then the clinic folded. So then at this point, I'm out of a job. So oh, wow. back then, um, things were a little different because you got cross-trained in positions. And then um, I found out later that they wanted you to be certified and you get back into the medical field. And that's all I ever knew. So I decided I wanted to go to college. I said, I've got to go to school. i got to do something. And I met with an advisor. She was amazing. Um, who told me, you know, this is an avenue that's going to help you get in, back into healthcare, get a degree and things of that nature. The first thing I did was the red flag was, oh, my God, it's going to cost me all this money to go to school. <laughs> I kept saying, I can't do it. I can't. I can't afford to do it. And she said to me, you can't afford not. So that resonated within me, and I decided to go. So I met with the uh, the advisor, um, the admissions um, director okay. in interview, uh -huh. and she and I were having a conversation. And I guess my personality just stuck out to her so much that she uh -huh. let me. She said, "Have you ever done education before?" And I said, "No, no. What does that look like?" like <laughs> working in the medical field for years. She says, I believe that you, your personality is so big, you would really work well in this industry. Have you ever done sales before? And I said, no. So she gave me an opportunity. Wow. I was on first admissions 
job at a college. It was actually um, Briarcliff College. It's now no longer. Ah, okay. But yeah, I started at Briarcliff College and it was a success while I was there. I learned so much. It was exciting. And then that's how I got into admissions and I've been in it ever since. Holy crap. So we're talking about 17 plus years that you have now been in admissions. That's amazing. And look, I can tell how great you are because, you know, a lot of the most successful admissions advisors, uh, those are the ones who have never done higher education before. Me, when I started, I came from outdoor sales. I was walking door to door selling office supplies when I first came into admissions. And I came into a team of 22 heavy hitters. And I'm sitting there, a female, the youngest person in the department, and the one who did not have any knowledge about higher education at all. But I was one of the most successful advisors because I sucked up everything that my director told me. <laughs> so that's how it is sometimes. But you know what? Sometimes in admissions, Venetia, we all know that it's not always peachy. A lot of times there's some rough roads, some challenges that we face. So talk to us about some of the challenges that you faced along the way. Well, I mean, the biggest thing is when you're in, a, a, in admissions, mm-hmm. you have to be a person who's competitive. And, and a competitive nature is what allows you to keep thriving. And even in that competitiveness, mm-hmm. you have ups and downs. So the downs are basically when you're not being successful, when you're not getting the leads that you think are going to be the best, or you're not uh, converting what is in your, in your path you feel a little deflated and you become frustrated because it's like, okay, what am I doing wrong? What am I, I was so great last week. This week it's like, I'm I'm flat, what's going on? And you start to doubt yourself a little. You start to, in your own head. And then because you start to get in your head, you even dig yourself deeper. Yeah. Um, You have to allow yourself as as an admissions advisor to really not take nothing personal. Mm-hmm. It might not be the day for that individual. Just think of your own self. I always put myself in their situations and say, I get phone calls all the time. And no, today ain't the day I want to talk to you, miss. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And then two weeks later, something may have transpired in my life. And I'm like, oh no, I need to talk to her now. And that's how life is when we're talking about the education and admission so you can't take this stuff personal but also don't beat yourself up if it's not a good day you got to celebrate the small wins for the day it could have been a conversation Uh help to encourage somebody for the day and you got set the light bulb off but you planted a seed and when you plant a seed somebody else will come along and water it and then eventually it will turn into a beautiful garden That's so true. I love that. Um, I see a lot of times what happens with advisors is they keep thinking about the big picture, right? So for them, it's, well, I got to get enrollments, but there's a lot of many steps that lead up to the ultimate big picture. And sometimes when they begin to internalize what's not happening, their activity just gets worse. So you're just concentrating, oh my gosh, I didn't get an enrollment today. So now you feel as if you've accomplished absolutely nothing but what about all the people that you spoke to today? You know, what about the goal that you met when it came to the number of uh, dials that you actually wanted to make? You accomplished that. So I love that you said celebrate those small wins. It's not all about enrollments all the time. 
I would prefer someone who gets less enrollments, but they actually stick and start school and graduate than someone who has 100 enrollments for the month and less than 50% of your students are sitting in class. It makes absolutely no sense. So I love that. So we all know that a lot of success in admissions, first off, as much as people do not like to admit, admissions is a sales role and it is performance-based, right? But a lot of success in admissions stems from having a plan. Look, straight up, if you don't have a plan, you're gonna fail. That's the bottom line, okay? So how do you actually succeed every day with all the moving parts when it comes to admissions, dealing with all the different departments, calling leads, follow-up? Paint a picture of us of what your day looks like in admissions, where you actually see the most success. Well, what I do is you have to definitely have to plan. I have a, a daily plan in front of me every single day. Mm -hmm. I, um, when I set appointments, I log them in my daily planner. I have them on my calendar in my computer. And there's so many, you're right, there's so many moving parts. I've got a confirmed financial aid appointment that mm -hmm. comes first for my day. Um, I'm looking at who I have to contact for the day. Mm -hmm. making sure I space out my time properly for my interviews because they can be kind of lengthy. And mm -hmm. especially if you're going to touch somebody that you have to get an application to. So those things are all time consuming. But what I do is this. I do set up who I'm going to call for the day because we have different buckets I can pull from, which is a beautiful thing to have a whole bunch of activities that, <laughs> that you can call from all different walks in, of life. But you just focus on what it is you want to do for the day, set that in motion and stick to the plan. You're going to get something out of it. If you just stay focused day to day, don't change it up. If you feel something isn't working, don't get discouraged. Have a second plan for yourself and start that process. And every day as you're doing this, and I make it fun. I'll be honest. I do little crazy things. For uh -huh. I may pick a name for the day. Uh -huh. That first name could be Kathy. Uh -huh. And I have a bunch of Kathy's out there I can call once I put her name in. And I will go down and I will call Kathy's all day long. And that's interesting. Okay. I, I, I do. It's something that happens. Sometimes I'll pick, I'll just say a name and I'll put that name in my search and Kathy's come up and I'll call Kathy's all day. And then guess <laughs> what? I may get a Kathy today. Yesterday I got two heavens. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. I never even thought of it like that. But you have to find fun within admissions. How do you actually manage your day? Because there's a lot of calls that's coming in, right? There's a lot of, a lot of new leads, but then you have that follow-up activity. And that's one of the major areas where a lot of advisors fail, lack of a follow-up, right? So how do you actually stay consistent? Because what you spoke about just now, I know a lot of advisors are going to be crossing their eyes like, hold on a second, I'm supposed to get all of that into one day. Okay. So how do you make that happen? So what do you do is you set time limits for yourself. So if you want, you know, if you have a, a, a list of students that you have that are already enrolled, that's my stitch process. I will set a specific time for them and I will call them and nothing else matters for that time period. If all my new leads, I'm calling them for a certain time. That's all that matters during that time period. When we do our power hours, I may switch that up and I will do a certain bucket of students just to call in that power hour. Mm -hmm. That's how you manage your day, day to day. My stitching, you, you don't, if you've got students, you have to stitch your students. Mm 
Mm-hmm. All the students you work the hardest for from the beginning to get them through that admissions process, to get the application out to them, I don't want to lose them. So I'm going to continually, every week, I set the standard for them. I said, we're going to talk once a week. And they already know what to expect from me. So mm-hmm. when they say, and I'm consistent with it, and they love that, they were like, thank you. And you'll hear it. They'll say, thank you for contacting me. Thank you. And I always have a reason to call you. Always have a reason why you're calling them. Yeah. It's just like, happy Tuesday. It's our check-in day. And stay mm-hmm. Stay connected with them. Let them feel your energy like you started from the beginning and keep that process going. But I call, everything has a time slot. Uh-huh. That's how I process my day. And then I check off as I go through what I've accomplished. I make sure I do that. <laughs> That's perfect. So a lot of this actually has to do with time management, which is not a skill that a lot of advisors actually possess. <laughs> okay, just to be honest. <laughs> But I love that. What would you say to someone who's struggling in this role, whether they're a seasoned advisor, somebody who just started yesterday? Because, you know, a lot of this has to do with emotions, right? If you're not in the right headspace, you're already screwed for the day, right? But sometimes it has to do with passion. Is this something that you're really passionate about? And some people are actually misplaced, right? Believe it or not, some people are doing this for the wrong reasons, which is why people are struggling, but what advice would you give to any advisor who comes in every day and they're like deflated and struggling with being consistent every week? Well, one thing you really need to check out is, is this really for you? Mm-hmm. Because if you're not passionate about it, we all know admissions is up and down. It's crazy. You got to be crazy to work in admissions. So first of all, check that out. <laughs> Do a spirit check. Am I crazy? <laughs> <laughs> and then, right, no, in all seriousness, uh-huh. you're having a bad day and I trust me I get them it's not getting in my head sometimes I have to take a step back and I have to go back to basics uh-huh. you have to ask yourself what was I doing what did I change what didn't I do last week that I did last week that I'm, I changed up this week because last week it worked and just internalize that for a second again don't take nothing personal because it could not it doesn't necessarily have to be you Mm-hmm. Stay into the place where you're just saying, okay, that student didn't want me, somebody else does. And if you keep saying, oh, they didn't want me, somebody else does. You have to talk to yourself and you have to encourage yourself. Reach out to your, your fellow employees, your, your team. Mm-hmm. And if there's somebody's doing something awesome, tap into them and let mm-hmm. them tell you, okay, yeah, no, this is what's working for me and try it. Because as one unit, we literally are doing this as a, as a team together. And even though we have individual goals, mm-hmm. it's one goal together. So somebody you can gravitate from and find that what they're doing that's so great could be something, just one word can change your whole mindset and get you back on track. But it's all about encouraging yourself. You know, reach out to your leaders and say, listen, I'm struggling today. You got any mm-hmm. advice for me? So then you guys can have a conversation. It could just be you. You could have had woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Yeah. <laughs> Fix it, you know, but it's really about making sure you realize that this is not about you and it's about that person on the other end of the line. They need you. And if you say that to yourself, this person needs me and spend enough time with having a conversation and not making it about a sale, mm-hmm. but about change. And if you put the student first, you'll be successful every single time. I love that. 
dropping some gems today okay <laughs> so Benicia, i ask everyone this where do you actually see the future of career education well i see the future of career education as the go-to hmm. because you'll find out that a lot of people today when you and i say this all the time they, we are not a college we mm -hmm. are not we are different and i'll tell you why when you have a team of people in an institute that you work for that's career based, you've got every piece in place for that student. That student needs to show up and show up desiring a change. Mm -hmm. They do their part, you've got a team of people that's in your corner supporting you every step of the way. And then you've got a career team that's gonna be working with you to help assist you after you've completed your training. Mm -hmm. Colleges don't set you up that way. And I think a lot of times now what people want is they want careers. They don't want to sit in a classroom every single day being taught things that are not going to get them what they really want unless it's something they really have to go to college for. Yeah, that's true. Or and I'm nothing against colleges. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to careers, people want to get in. They want to get what they got to get. And then they want to walk out that door and know what direction they're going in. Because if you find something that's career focused and not just something that's generic, Mm -hmm. something that's generic it has no concentration yeah this school this career schools are going to get people what they need so they can get going a lot yeah as the as as the end all be all for us for people in the times that we're living in right now hmm that's interesting it's a really interesting point because you know like you said nothing against traditional schools because i have a degree i went to traditional school as well but what I find when it comes to career schools, there, there's a lot more support. You know, when you go to the university, a lot of times, even though you still have to take responsibility and do what you need to do, right? But career schools, oh, they're on you. Those instructors are calling you every day. They don't see your butt in that seat. They're on the phone. And I think for a lot of students, it throws them off because they're not used to this, right? They're used to, well, if I don't show up, it is what it is, right? And then they get the call and they're like, hold on for a second, is this my instructor? Are you calling me? Yeah, I don't see you sitting in class, where are you? You know, but then also when it comes to the support staff, you know, admissions, career services, financial aid, a lot of our students are not used to having this much contact from so many different departments. And it gets to the point where they're like, damn, you guys are harassing me. No, we're different, okay? We wanna make sure that the time we invested, you're actually going to be able to make it through this program so that you can really get out and start doing what you wanna do. That's why you came. I love that, all right. Well, Venetia, do you have any final thoughts for our admissions people? Well, the only thing I can really say is that when you get, if you are someone who's looking to get into admissions or if you're already in admissions, just stay true to yourself. Mm -hmm. Don't get caught up in things that don't matter. Stay focused. Remember that your student has to come first. Don't do anything that takes you out of that scope to do something that's not right pertaining to your students. Care about who you're speaking with. Allow it to just put yourself in their position. Think about where they are in life and how you can help them be a better them. And just do your best, do your best and celebrate small wins in your, in, your, in your time in this industry. Don't get overwhelmed where it gets crazy because I tell people all the time, one thing I will never do is work for anybody that puts a, puts a um, what I say, 
puts uh, constraints on me. Mm. I can't really give my students what they need. Staying with, I mean, you know, we all have guidelines we need to follow. Mm-hmm. But allow yourself to be you and be true to who's in front of you. And, and enjoy what you're doing. Love what you're doing. And all I can say is just love it. It's amazing. It's an amazing <laughs> experience. I love admissions. I love my students. And they're the reason why we do what we do. Because when that person calls you and they say thank you, mm-hmm. it goes a long, long way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Look, everything that you do in life, you have to have a purpose. You know, if you're waking up and you're already praying that it's the ending of the day, <laughs> then you're in the wrong career path. That's the bottom line. Because it's not going to end. This cycle is going to keep going over and over and over your mind. I love that. So there you have it. We got some crazy gems that were dropped this morning by Miss Venetia Lewis. Look, admissions people out there, you already know. If you're doing this for the right reason, just follow what Venetia told you to do every single day. It's not easy. It can be challenging but there's a lot of fun when it comes to admissions if you're doing this for the right reason. Thank you so much for joining us today, Venetia. Okay, I'm looking forward to part two. Okay, well, thank you for having me. And I know you have an awesome audience out there that is listening. You guys be great. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Venetia, take care. All right, thank you. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you for listening to another episode of Ed Up Career School's The Scoop with your host, Kathy Belletti. If you love what you hear, do not forget to like and share. Feel free to follow me on LinkedIn, or you can visit my website at lessons.motivatewithkat.com to learn more about how I help career schools grow. Head on over to Apple or wherever you download your podcast content. Leave us a rating, but do not forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Until then, live life 100% you.